Welcome into Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Thanks so much for listening. Wherever and whenever you're listening, it's probably beer o'clock, and we've got a lot of good stuff coming up for you right here on the podcast starting right now. Welcome back into Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. We've got ourselves another quick hit episode today. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Radio.com, 1080thefan.com, and you can subscribe to us and rate us and review us, which we really appreciate. You can also find us on social media at MikeLynch27 on Twitter is me, Patrick's at PDiddy085 on Instagram. We also post the podcasts there as well. Uh, so it's going to be a quick hit today because, full disclosure, you're listening to this now. I'm on a staycation at the moment. I had five PTO days left, like I almost always do in December, and I try to take one full week off just to get a, a chance to relax. That is this week. So uh, we are recording this podcast the week prior to this dropping. So I'm currently at home, probably drunk and eating too much food at the moment the, while you're listening to this. And uh, and yeah, so that's that's what's going on right now. That's why it's a quick hit because we're gone and we're recording multiple in, in a day. So we're Whoa, just... I'm not gone. I will for sure be working. That is true, but you won't be in this building. I will not be in this building. Right. Uh, so neither will I. So it'd be a little bit of a little bit of a uh, tricky situation getting that one recorded. And I, technically, I'm not gone either. I just don't want to work. Yeah, you just can't. You're just not going to leave your house. If I'm doing a staycation, I don't want to work in the middle of it. Right. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I'll be probably seven beers deep by the time you're listening to this. Don't worry about me. I'll be fine. But that leads me to, before we do our beer of the week this week for our quick hit, that leads me to what what kind of things do you do for the holidays normally, and uh, what are you doing this year if, if there's anything unique? Well, this will air after our holiday party okay, for work, so I'm excited about that one. I have promised to be on my best behavior this year, as I was not last year, so... Uh, Cheers to uh, being a better uh, role model, okay. <laughs> uh, a better uh, example and employee. Uh, so hopefully that goes well. And uh, this year, I don't know. For me, the holidays are always weird. Um, I'm not really religious. So, you know, the holidays, whatever they are, I'm just kind of like whatever. Uh, I'm sure I'll get together with some friends coming into town. Uh, and we'll do a big blowout at mom's for, for the Xmas night. And uh, that's probably kind of it. I'll probably drink a lot, eat a lot. It's like the one time of the year I actually eat food. The, uh, yeah, you kind of have to, right? Yeah. There's a lot of food. There's a lot of food. Good food all over the place. So my wife and I kind of do a lot for the holidays. Yeah, man. You got like, what, eight crazy nights? Well, so yeah, we we are Jewish. Uh, so we do celebrate Hanukkah, which is already over this year. Um, it was early December this year. So we celebrate Hanukkah. And my wife was... And grew up Christian, and she converted when we got married. So we do some of her traditions as well, all kind of mixed in together. So December, basically starting at Thanksgiving, it's like you better work your ass off mm -hmm. working out or else you're going to gain 30 pounds because mm -hmm. there's so much food and there's so much family stuff going on. So we already did. We, we do this once a year. We always have latkes and brisket uh, on one of the days of Hanukkah. So we did that la two weekends ago. And uh, if you don't know what latkes are, that's potato pancake in layman's terms. Put applesauce and sour cream on top. Delicious. Uh, and your house smells like latkes for like five days afterwards because it's <laughs> cooked in oil. Um, so that's tradition number one. That's already done. Tradition number two was her family's tradition around Christmas time was it was PJs only. You watched movies all day and you only ate like hors d'oeuvre foods, like little like small snacky foods. 
And we've kind of twisted that into, because my wife and I are not big movie people. We don't watch a lot of movies. We twist that into, we watch five of the movies that we missed from the previous year that we know we should watch. Mm. Not sure what those are going to be yet, but we're actually, uh, funny enough, the day this podcast drops is the day that we're doing that. Oh, cool. So next, or I I shouldn't say next Thursday, but Thursday, December 20th, is our, going to be our movie and, and Nosh Day. So we got to decide pretty quick what movies we're going to watch. And uh, we tend to make like pigs in a blanket, and then we make pastrami dip and chorizo stuffed mushrooms and all these kind of just like hors d'oeuvre foods. And we just kind of graze on them all day. I love it's such such a fun day. Are you guys still going to do the go see a movie and Chinese food on Christmas Day? Oh, of course I'm getting there. Of course. Do you, okay, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Uh it's called Jewish Christmas, and all of you people who have been doing that, uh, you're stealing the time <laughs> from us Jewish people who are not celebrating Christmas that day and are just desperately looking for something to do because we have nothing to do. Uh movie theaters are open and Chinese restaurants are open. So are bars. So uh some of them. Where I come from, but I think that's because everyone's like, okay, dinner's over, family, yeah, peace out, all right, I'm going to the bar. Um, so that's a tradition we always do also on Christmas Day. We go see a movie and we go to a Chinese restaurant and have uh, Chinese food. So that is our general holiday thing, and then my parents are actually coming to town around New Year's this year, so we're going to have stuff with my parents as well. Normally, we just kind of do really low-key New Year's stuff, but maybe it'll be different this year. I don't know. So that's kind of what we do. I love this time of year. I love kind of... it. It gives you so many things to look forward to every week. You're not looking forward to like two months away. You're doing this. It's like, hey, I'm looking forward to doing this tomorrow. Oh, and by the way, in five days, I get to do this too. So it's kind of cool. Like I get a week off coming up that I have our movie Nosh Day. And then five days later, I get to go to Jewish Christmas. It's pretty great. That's great. I don't have anything. I have uh, I have Christmas Day off. That's it? Yeah. And I'm going to work Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve. Give, the, give my employees the, the day off. Oh, I'm a good guy. That's nice. And they also just happen to land on days I already work anyway. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't have a whole lot, but I'm okay with that. I'm not a big, I'm not a big holiday person. Do you know what movie you're gonna see on Christmas Eve, Christmas night? No, we we tend to do like because there's almost always one like big blockbuster that drops. It's mm-hmm. been Star Wars or it was the Hobbit movies for a while. We tend to see those this year. There's not really a big movie like that dropping around Christmas. Because the Han Solo movie dropped in June. Yeah. So I'm not really sure. We might go see that. Uh... Oh, my God. I'm blanking. The Dick Cheney movie. Oh, yeah. That's what I was going to say. That movie comes out on Christmas and I might go sneak out and see that movie. I want to see it so bad. We might see that. I want but... to see it so bad. My wife's not like a big politics person. So maybe she doesn't want to see it. I don't know. I'm just a big Sam Rockwell is the perfect George Bush person. Yeah, he is. That that, is for that's sure. where I am. Um, there's a couple other movies that we saw that were dropping around Christmas that look good. So we'll figure it out. It's it's the first year we're not 100% sure yet. We might just kind of decide the morning of because we tend to go to the first showing. So it's not busy yet. Because mm-hmm. like I said, everyone has started doing movies and Chinese food on Christmas. Thieves. Um, you're making the movie theaters full. Stop that. <laughs> it was empty. Um, we just usually go to like the first showing, so we'll get in and just be like, "Hey, what do you want to watch?" And that's be that'll be what we do. Cool. Yeah. We also had an issue. There's a lot of Chinese restaurant places here now. For those who don't know, I moved from New Jersey. There's a lot more Jewish people in New Jersey. First of all, and second of all, every Chinese restaurant's open, so you have no issues here. A lot of Chinese restaurants close for Christmas Day. Interesting. Um, they probably celebrate Christmas, which is fine. So we had a large issue finding a place that was easy to go to and consistent. 
And we have now finally, I think, found that place. Awesome. Because the first place we went to, they started closing in the middle of the day, and they went reservation only, and it was like, okay, I want to just show up and have Chinese food, please. Right. Thank you. Um, and I think we've kind of found that place now. So, yeah, it's coming up for the holidays. It's, that's my plan. I love this time of year. Starting Thanksgiving. Yours is yours is way crazier than mine. So kudos to you, my friend. <laughs> uh, so let's do the uh, let's do the beer of the week for our quick hit today. Um, if you listened last week, this brewery came up in our podcast as part of the bottle versus can debate, and it is Gigantic Brewing because they're in 500 milliliter bottles, and it is Kiss the Goat Black Doppelbach, and. I, I think I said this on the podcast last week that this is different but similar to the beer of the week from last week. Because isn't a Doppelbach also a German brew? No idea, dude. You don't know? I don't know anything about a Doppelbach. Um, in fact, I am quickly Googling it right now. Really? <laughs> yeah, dude. I don't know anything about it. I thought you. I, I thought because you liked the German Belgian style beers, you would you would know this off the top of your head. Yeah, but this is th- these are like some serious beers in my palate. Like this, this palette's working towards these. I'm not quite there yet. But See, I mean, it says it's a doppel, I, meaning double. This is a bigger and stronger version of the lower gravity German style Bach beers, originally made by monks in Munich. So food German. friendly, rich, reminiscent of toasted bread. Like Shiner Bach. Yes. That is a, a classic Bach that you can find all over the place from Texas, Austin, Texas. Uh, Yeah. Right? Yeah. Am I right? Uh, my best dead friend, guy, dead guy from Rogue, is a Maybach. <laughs> uh, my best friend from home loves Shinerbach, and he brought it with him because his sister is in the Air Force and was stationed in Austin for a while. And he kept going there and bringing Shinerbach back home. <laughs> nice. Um, I had this. I've had this beer, this Dopp, this Doppelbach, and I picked this because I know I've been picking a lot of dark beers lately. I'll, like almost exclusively, it's that time of year. There's a lot of options. It's kind of like my favorite time of beer year. Um, this I picked because I knew it was a dark beer, but I didn't think it was going to punch you like a stout or a porter would. And I trust me, I looked at a lot of stouts and porters today when I was picking this, but uh, I, I decided on this one. Uh, the label is awesome. You were very excited when I brought it in. Yeah, the label's awesome. I've always enjoyed this beer. It's one of my favorite gigantic beers that they've made over the years. This and Pipe Wrench, of course, are probably two of my favorite. The label is super awesome. It's one of my favorite labels. It's super demonic. Um, which <laughs> which is saying something for Gigantic because, you know, they have some of the most outlandish, out there artwork on their labels of anyone you can find. Uh, but, yeah, it says a, a Doppelbach in black and perfect for midnight masses, dancing naked in the moonlight, and malevolent altars. Malevolent. Malevolent. Thank you. Jeez, you're Patrick, you're better than that. <laughs> malevolent altars. Turn up the sun's... Of Huns, toast the dark, now turn and kiss the goat. So basically we're drinking Satan right now. Yeah. I'm glad that that didn't tell me anything about its beer. I know. <laughs> it was not very helpful. Yeah. Um, I'm just reading the rest of the label. Sorry. Black was never a color of death of, or terror for me. I think of it as warm and generative. Clifford Still, whoever that is. I don't know, dude. I, I love this beer. When I first had it, I was kind of blown away. It reminds me a lot of a Cascadian dark ale in mm-hmm. the way that it's not overly heavy, but it's rich at the same time. That's kind of, it's different flavors, but it kind of reminds me of that kind of a style. This has got a good, like roasty sweetness to it. Mm-hmm. You know, not as aggressively hopped as like a CDA, but I see what you mean. It's just kind of got the same, 
I don't know. To me, it feels the same. You're, it is very bready, and what you read there was was correct. It does kind of have a bready character to it, and there's like a syrupy sweetness in it as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, the body's light, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is it's, it's it sits in my palate really easy. It's drinkable, mm-hmm. but it's dark. That's why I tried to pick this one. I was like, I want to. Oh, I tried to pick an IPA first, and I was having trouble finding one that I wanted. And then I saw this and went, oh, yeah, I like this. And it's not going to just be another stout or, or, or porter for me. To be fair, man, there's not a lot of IPAs, new IPAs out there right now. I know. I'm noticing that. I'm, well, the interesting part is I've actually seen Gigantic has done a lot more IPAs, but they're they're part of a series that they do. Mm-hmm. And they, they release them to, like, specific spots. Like, oh, weird! They have one that's for new seasons only. I saw, I saw their ones. Oh, I think I saw that on Instagram. Uh, and I think they've done a couple others like that. But yeah, you're right. I can we get back to some IPAs there, guys? Well, the only thing I'm just starting to love them. Can I get? Can I get some more new options? <laughs> the only new IPAs coming out are hazy. Shh, those aren't real IPAs. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, we see them. I did have, I did have a cool IPA <clears throat> the other day from Moonraker Brewing, which is uh, Northern California. They're a loft IPA, which I saw, picked up a can. I've actually had two cans of it at Cerveza, and I know some of the other places I, I go to are getting a little bit of it. So that was a new IPA that I had recently. Maybe that's the way to go if you want IPAs. I know we haven't talked about the beer that much yet. We'll get to that in a second. Is find IPAs from different states that you haven't had before. Yep. It's new to you. It's new to me. Even though it's probably not new at all. It's I new know. to you. People are like, really? Why are you guys freaking out about that? I'm like, shut up. It's not hazy. We're pumped. <laughs> talk to me that way. Uh, I also saw a beer today when I was picking this up that said, I'm going to butcher it and you're going to correct me like I'm an idiot. What is that? Brisanthomyces? Brittanomyces. Brittanomyces. I was so close. Brett. You can just call it Brett. Brett. It the beer on the label said with Britannomyces. Where like, was this? It was at John's Marketplace. I don't remember the brewery, but it was on the label, it was like blah 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 with Britannomyces in the beer. Was it Crooked Stave? Nope. From Colorado? Nope. Okay. Cause they've made some IPAs with Brett. And I feel like you mentioned once that that's not something you want in your beer. Uh, I mean, it's not like, it's not the end of the world for your beer, but I mean, as a, as a lover of IPAs and a lover of bread, I don't know if I want those two to marry each other. I don't know if it was an IPA though. It might've been something else. You know, it's, I just saw it on the label. I was like, you're selling it with like, who knows what this is? You know what I mean? I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, I'm all, I'll always try anything. Yeah. An IPA with bread. I don't know. So what about what about this beer? What are you getting? What's the nose? What's your what's your palate telling you? Um, I I think you're spot on with there's like a little syrupy sweetness caramel kind of thing to this. Um, yeah, my my favorite part of this beer is just the body, the body itself, the way it sits on my the way it sits on my palate. It's got it sits it's got on a, your tongue. <laughs> it's got a really pleasant, soft kind of aroma. Um, I think it. It reminds me a lot of the German beers mm-hmm. that, I, I mean, it is one, but it reminds me of the, they're very, very clean smelling. There's not like a strong flavor coming off the beer to me. Yeah. I get, I get it like a touch of spice, but then a little bit of roasty as well in that aroma. Um, it, it, I, I wish this beer finished a little cleaner. Um, I think it kind of, and maybe it's because I've had a beer before this that was completely different. But uh, I feel it kind of finishes a little, not overly, but a little harsh on my back end, like a little heavy on the mm. back end, 
which is weird because it's so light in the body. That is interesting. I'm, I am, I can see that too. And again, I also had that same beer with you beforehand, but, um, yeah, it's very, very easy to drink, but the back end is a little bit like, ooh, there's the richness that you were thinking about. Yeah, and you see this color and you expect the back end to be the full way through, but it tricks you because it's kind of easy and, and bready and light and just kind of a simple palate cleanser. And then it's like, hey, I'm a syrupy dark beer. The back the back end is boozy too. Um, that's where I'm tasting the booze. This beer is 8%. Is it? Yeah. All right. And and what I love is it doesn't, it doesn't show it in the... Yeah, right. Where are you? Yeah, eight percent. It doesn't show it in the front or the middle. Like I said, I, I love the middle of this beer, but I think the booze kind of pops its pops its head out at the back end. And for my palate, some people really like that stuff, but for my palate, I try to not taste the booze of stuff. You know, barrel aged stuff. Sometimes you can't get away from that, right? But it's actually something that's turned me off. From double IPAs, like as much as I love IPAs, I don't really drink a ton of double IPAs. I usually taste the booze and they're too sweet. Um, I don't have a problem with this Doppelbach having a touch of sweetness. Uh, but yeah, I mean, once you start creeping over like seven five, seven six, if I can taste the booze, it's it's a turnoff for me. That's interesting. I think it's the opposite for me because I love the dark beer that are really, really high ABVs so much mm-hmm. that... You're you're looking for that flavor. Well, I don't know if I'm looking for. It. That's what I was going to say. Is I, I don't know if that's something that I love or if it's something because I love those beers that I don't mind. You okay. know what I mean? Um, it's just it's not it's not something that affects me negatively like you. Uh, it's just part of the beer. Yeah, I think because I like to drink a lot of bourbon barrel aged stuff, I'm just used to tasting the alcohol at the end of your sip. You know, mm-hmm. it does make it a little bit harder to have more than one. Uh, I will I will say that like it's a heavier beer and it kind of leaves you going like oh okay I'm good I don't need yeah. two of these but I've also never minded that because I mean high ABV you don't need two of them right right you'll get it you'll get a good hit from a high ABV beer yeah for sure so that's our beer of the week this week for our quick hit it is the gigantic kiss the goat black doppel Bach. Uh, I think this is actually decently easy to find if you want to find it. I've seen it a couple of places, not just at bottle shops. I've seen it, yeah, you seen sh- it around. You should be able to find it. It's got a stamp on it, Gigantic Brewing Company, Greatest Hits, which doesn't shock me. Like, so they must they must be when they put out new batches of kind of their classics, just get that little stamp on there. Like, yeah. This, this bad boy got us here. Coming up next week, uh, we are not 100% certain yet, but we were noodling with the idea of doing a Southwest Washington episode. I would really like to. I'm, I'm going to do everything I can to try to put this together. Um, I know a bunch of people over there, so we should be able to try to make this work. And we might even do it on location. Um, I mean, it, I think it'd be cooler to, to just kind of get in the studio and kind of do it, but we might have to go location. I'm not quite sure. Uh, so we'll figure that out. That is likely going to be next week's episode, but it will likely be coming at least in the next two weeks if it's not next week exactly. Um, we're also we're still efforting Block 15 for a podcast takeover. We're efforting 5440 for a podcast takeover. That'll be coming up in the next couple of months as well. And uh, we want to do an episode on beer and sports mm-hmm. combined. Yeah. So we want to actually find a sporting event and record the podcast while watching it and drinking beer and talk about that. So keep an ear out for that. That's all coming up in the next uh, month or so. Plus, uh, probably our next style podcast will be coming up. We'll yeah, choose that. Should be pretty close to that. Um, so got a lot of stuff coming down in the pipeline, and also something we just talked about today. Mm-hmm. Pretty exciting about yes. maybe an event coming up in the month of January, including us and beer and breweries and you if you want to come out 
when we record the podcast as well. So when we get more information about that, we will let you know. Keeping your out for that as well. Lots of cool stuff coming up for us in the next month or so. Uh, have a great holiday, everybody. And uh, whatever it is you're doing or whatever it is that you're celebrating, I hope you have fun. If you're not celebrating anything, I hope you have a easy week. I know it's going to be busy for people who are working this week. Uh, I hope you have an easy week. And uh, we'll see you next week. Yeah, be safe out there. Take care of each other. And at least uh, at least get together with some friends and do something fun. Yeah, do do one thing. Yeah. You know, it doesn't have to be religious-based. It doesn't even have to be holiday-based. Just get together just, with somebody. Just go out with some, with some peeps. Call yeah. that friend you haven't seen in a couple months and you say, hey, let's go grab a drink. It's that time of year, you know. Everyone's happy. Yeah. Everyone's happy this time of year. At least we're trying to be. Yeah, we are trying to be. Everyone tends to be happier this year. That's a better way to put it at this time of year. So go enjoy it. And uh, we'll see you next week for another podcast. Deuces. Deuces.